This podcast may contain language that is not suitable for all listeners. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Oh, hello. On a rainy, a rare rainy uh, weekday in San Diego, it's another episode of Without Definite Aim, a podcast where we utilize a random topic generator to dictate the direction of our conversation. My name is Drew. My name is Vinny. Okay. And we're trying something new uh, in the name of public health safety. We are recording this podcast from two separate spots. Usually Vin- Vinny and I get to meet up um, and we uh, feed off of uh, the the sexual tension in the room. That's typically what happens. Um, <laughs> but today I am in my home and Vinny is in his home and we're, we're trying it out. So um, not that the listener really needs to know that, but I thought, you know, might as well bring them in. Bring them in. To what's happening. Yeah. This episode, along with every other episode, is brought to you by the world-famous brand of Bentec. Bentec was established in 1992. It is based in Brisbane and is Australia's only manufacturer of stainless steel tubes. The company then takes the tube in various shapes and manufactures grab rails, handrails, boat rails. Aye, aye, Captain and a range of other products for the aged care and disability transport markets. If you're interested in what they do and uh, some of the products that they offer, you can visit them at www.bentech.com.au. As always, a big thank you to Bentech. Jeez, Bentech. Thank you, mate. Thank you, mate. (laughs) I'm just trying to get used to this new format of recording. I really am. I know. It's a little bit strange, huh? It's a little bit strange. It feels like the future. Like I am the future right now. You're in the future. I'm in the future. Yeah. You know what? It's it's all about flexibility. And listen, now we have this in our back pocket. If I'm across the world in, um, you know, northern Italy, Milan, um, we could still record a podcast together. Is there something I don't know? Are you about to move to uh, northern Italy, aka definitely, Milan? Yeah, definitely not right now. Oh, okay. Um, but hey, you never know. It's true. You never do know, I guess. Um, so I think you have the random topic generator today. Is that right? That would be correct, Drew. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. Are you ready to? Uh, are you ready to get this uh, show on the road? I'm ready. I'm ready to push a button and find out what we're going to talk about today. All right. Let's let's freaking do it, my guy. Let's do it. If scientists could accurately predict who was more likely to commit crimes, what would society do with this information? Okay, reread it really quick. Sorry, I'll reread it for you, Drew. <laughs> if, if scientists could accurately predict who was more likely to commit crimes, what should society do with that information? Oh, interesting. So, like... Um so basically, if, if, science, if, if science could say, we know the next Hitler will be this person. Yeah, it's, it's basically the, this is the plot of the fucking movie with Tom Cruise. 
I'm pretty sure it's a Steven Spielberg film. Oh, is it? I don't know that I'm. I don't know that I'm familiar with this this plot. I think there's like psychics in the future, and they live in these chambers, and they're predicting who's committing going to commit commit crimes, basically. And that's the premise of the movie. And Tom Cruise is a scientist who works for this organization, and they predict that he's going to commit a crime. He's like. What the fuck, y'all? I'm the one that came up with this tech. <laughs> fuck you. Why? I'm not going to commit a crime. I'm a nice guy. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they just like arrest him or what happens? Well, like, I think boom, he, movie ends. No, Arrested. He, be- he becomes a fugitive and he's trying because he thinks he was set up. Oh. Now I, I'm, I have to look it up. It's going to f- annoy the fuck out of me. I don't think I've ever actually ever seen this like movie to like... I don't know if I've watched it. Like, like from beginning to end? No, I don't know. I have. What's it? It's called... I try to... Go, yeah, go ahead. Before I even saw it, I remembered it. It's called Minority Report. Oh, I think I've heard of that, but I don't know that... I don't, I don't know that I've seen even two seconds of it. Here's the premise. In a future where special police unit is able to arrest murderers before they commit their crime, and an officer from the unit himself is accused of a future murder. Huh. Steven Spielberg. So how would... By the way, I just I, I I typically stay away from Tom Cruise movies. I don't think he's that great of an actor. No, I agree with you on that. There's some things I'm enjoying him, but yeah, hundred um, percent. Not a shout out to Tom Cruise right now. No, it's yeah, exactly. We're not shouting you out, Tom Cruise. We're not. Yeah, so I I mean, I don't know what 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 should society do with that information. I feel like it's not my job to worry about it. I don't know what the scientists should do about it or law enforcement. Well, I guess the question is, is like, what should society do with that information? I'll be honest. If, I mean, if I know someone's going to be out there, like, I mean, it's one of the biggest fears I think I have is I know, well, just anything that relates to kids. Now that I have kids, you instantly become more. No, I'm serious. Like, I instantly <laughs> no, become I like a world of more serious and sensitive about it. Like, even when there's kids in movies and they're sad about something, that triggers me as well. But like thinking of like human uh, trafficking and how kids are brought into that and like, you know, sex trafficking rings, that stuff is fucking terrible. Yeah. So would this, would this new science be able to predict the type of crime or is it just, so, I mean, I guess in minority report it does, right? They say, Tom Cruise, you're going to murder someone. Mm. I don't know if it's specific murder. I mean, this just says, uh, yeah, as if scientists could accurately predict who was more likely to commit crimes. What should society do that information? I mean, oh, who was more likely? Yeah. yeah. So it's not even it's not even predicting what oh, type true. of crime. You're right. This is more. I am thinking this is like I'm pretty sure there's probably algorithms that do this for people yeah. based on like databases of <laughs> yeah, information. Like, yeah, exactly. Like socio socioeconomic status, where you grew up, like is religious is religion present or not? Uh, who was more likely to commit crimes? God, because you feel have, like you have all these like privacy issues that arise with this. Yeah, exactly. And then like, what do you do? So like, if if we just pointed at like little Jimmy, he's an eighth grader. Like Jimmy, you're gonna be an asshole. Like, <laughs> do we just fucking arrest Jimmy and we put him away for the rest of his life? Jimmy, like, you're gonna commit some nasty fucking rage road ra- road rage, yeah. buddy. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. Go to jail. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm assuming. Maybe you're just, I mean, like I said, that becomes like a privacy issue. So if you more closely monitor someone in this scenario, I think that's what the bigger question is. But then 
don't fucking commit crimes. Like, that's the bottom line. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, hey, listen, I may have committed a crime. I've, I stole from the fourth grade Scholastic Book Fair. Uh, so does that mean I should... <laughs> does that mean I should have been put away for uh, three years? I don't know. Everybody's stolen, I feel like. Hey, I took a uh, I took a couple of sweet pens and uh, erasers. Are you familiar with what the Scholastic Book Fair is, Vinny? That's actually that's something we do have in Australia for everything that we don't okay. have. That's actually one okay. thing we weren't deprived <laughs> of. <laughs> I just never know. I never know what I don't know if the Scholastic Book Fair is like grossly American. I don't know. No, don't it's know. a fair comment. I mean, there's things that we just we were deprived of in Australia, and luckily. Scholastic Book Fair was not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> the fancy pens and pencils you were not deprived of. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely, uh, I think I stole a sweet eraser that I lost in about two days. And then uh, maybe a pen with some some frillies on the end of it. I don't know. Was this... I never stole a book, but... Oh, okay. So was this a sweet eraser that you would have had to ask your mom to buy? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was probably... I don't know how... I mean, wh- how expensive can erasers ever get? Maybe it was a dollar. I don't know. But it was... And I think it was more just about, like, the thrill of just, like, stealing something. Yeah, I don't... Am I a bad human for this? <laughs> no, I mean, you just really wanted that eraser. You couldn't wait for mommy to buy it for you. No, my mom would have been like, why don't you use the fucking eraser on the end of the pencil? Why do you need this fancy eraser, you... <laughs> dumbass <laughs> you're like oh geez mom it's a cool little razor it looks like a ninja turtle <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, um so let's just get something out here what let's own up to some stealing of things okay um identity i've stolen identity before no i'm just kidding oh my god <laughs> like so hardcore <laughs> i don't i haven't done that yeah just like the most gnarly like um i don't man i Maybe I'm trying to think maybe like a, yeah, I think I've like stolen like a couple extra chip bags from a sandwich shop shop before. Oh, okay. Or something like that. All right. Yeah. I remember early teens. The big thing to steal for me was gum from the supermarket. Fireworks. (laughs) No. Well, yeah. Well, something with it related to fire would be accurate. (laughs) I don't know. I don't ever remember stealing fireworks, but no, I stole a gum from a supermarket. Yeah. Straight in the, straight in the undies, mate. Straighten the undies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the gum's um, tickling me dick, mate. <laughs> what What about like, uh, would you consider like if you get the wrong amount of change back, is that considered stealing? No, someone like, else the person fucked up gives there. You... So for them yeah. fucking up was my gain. So that was someone else's fault. Okay. So that's not stealing. All right. Good. I've definitely not said something before. I don't ever really. I mean, A, I'm sorry. Get with the fucking time. Who uses fucking change anymore anyway? But, yeah, I know. But uh, I don't ever really use change that much. And I don't look at it, really. Unless it's a big amount, like it's notes. I would never look at coins. Do you look at coins? No, I don't care about coins. In fact, usually what I do, if I'm ever paying with cash, or notes, as the Australians say, uh, if I'm ever paying with, with cash, usually the, the change I get back is going into a tip jar. Yeah, uh... I actually, I think because I didn't grow up with tipping and a society where you're not expected to tip. I mean, I think we've talked about this before. I don't really have a tip anyway. Yeah, I know. That's always, it's always so surprising to me because I I definitely like, I tip in most places. I might tip 
we like Haley and I might tip uh, in a in a spot where it's like not really actually typically uh, expected. Like we gave a Taco Bell worker a dollar the other day, and she was kind of thrown off by it. She was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna buy an extra hair scrunchie when I get off work, so I look pretty." <laughs> Well, I was like, we, we asked her, like, uh, do you have like a tip jar or something? And she was like, oh, no. And we were like, well, can you like, do you take tips? She was like, oh, yeah. And then, <laughs> so and draw I just, it out. I just gave her a dollar. I don't know. She was like, Man. and it was only, listen, it was only for a $6 meal. So, you know, she's like balling, balling. Yeah, exactly. Imagine she I, was, and then I, of course, I made, I made. What did you say? Oh, uh, no, go on, finish up what you're saying. Oh, I was, just, I was just gonna say. I, I, of course, afterwards, I made the dad joke of like, oh, don't spend it all in one place. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. She's like, okay, dad, fuck off. She's like, okay, thanks for the dollar. I'm gonna go wipe my ass with it. God. Imagine it got weird when you said, "Is there a tip jar?" She's like, "You can stick it in my bra." <laughs> Like, wait, are we at a Taco Bell or a, or a strip joint? I don't know. She's like sliding into the side of my undies. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Um, no, with coinage, if I do have coin, I just feel like I want to put that in my kids' money boxes, you know? Oh, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I mean, of course, everything's about kids for you nowadays. So, um, <laughs> you, selfish, uh, you selfish son of a bitch. All you think about <laughs> is kids. <laughs> oh man so uh no i don't know so i guess i don't know so what i mean okay going back to the original question right so if you knew that someone was more likely to commit a crime do they get put into like a special school or something or like oh man i mean i here's the thing like with how crazy the world has become in every facet, whether it's like digital, like cyber crimes and then real crimes and how extreme things get now. I like the idea of, I mean, something being able to predict and a potential outcome, but it's also sad if it never happens. Right. Sure. Yeah. Like there's a lot yeah. of big, yeah. I mean, you, a lot of big issues you can't that put- could arise with uh, the outcome, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you can't put, I mean, like, you can't lock someone up uh, based on something that they haven't done. Correct. So, that's why, that's why maybe it's, it's something more like a a boarding school or something like that. Something a little bit more where you can be, like, more hands-on with, with kids or individuals of, like, okay, you know, you have a propensity for wanting to murder people. Let's work on that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think there would be a way, though, like... What are the factors in this person's life that we can potentially monitor to help curb this from happening? Sure. Like, what are the things that make up, okay, maybe one of their parents abuses them. You know, we all know that's a trigger for multiple things, whether it's depression, murder. I mean, there's a long list of things that can relate to any kind of abuse, whether it's physical or sexual um, or mental. Uh, That could be a trigger somewhere down the line that makes them commit a crime. But to think that... Maybe that's the angle that you tackle this uh, issue with is how do we fix things that are going to help prevent this? So, I mean, 
like I said, I mean, I just feel like this, uh, I mean, this is one of those issues I feel like where there would be so much like back and forth and so much push, but I do see, I mean, I guess the problem where I see with it is like, it's going to, I feel like it's going to affect on like some kind of racial level. That's where there's going to be, no, like seriously, yeah, that's where there's going to yeah. be like a lot of problems. Cause I feel like people are going to think that it's just going to, you know, pigeonhole, uh, specific minorities because of history which sucks yeah but i do see the positive in like if you can think of it in a like a a lighter sense like well if we're trying to predict who is more likely to commit these crimes what can we do like i think what i was saying before was to fix the issues that they have right now that are potentially going to arise later on Mm -hmm. yeah so so affect whatever's happening at home or whatever, you know, whatever might be causing the, you know, the higher likelihood of committing crimes, like tackle that, use, use the, use the data of being able to find out that stuff then to tackle the stuff that may be causing that, not necessarily to prevent the, you know, the actual, the, you know, not to punish the person who might likely, commit the crime, but to try to affect things around that person. I like that. I like that. I think that's productive. Yeah, I, I think that's not victim blaming or whatever. So Yeah, because I mean, like it says, it could accurately predict who was more likely. It's not saying they're gonna commit, they're just maybe potential factors make them, you know more likely to. Don't know what I'm Yeah, so Yeah. I think just getting things getting them in a better place. I mean or you think of it almost like um almost kinda like a I mean, I guess it's not fair to really call it rehabilitation, but something along those lines. Yeah, sure. Well, like you said, maybe like a, well, I don't know. Well, some sort of like counseling. Or, yeah, some kind of counseling. But I just think of like fixing what are the factors in their life that are potentially going to put the, take them down this road. Yep. It's a good, it's a good way to look at it because I think that you could, you could probably take that science and, and use it in a positive way. And I think that's probably the only the only way you could turn that positive other than just like locking a bunch of people up. So, uh, which, I mean, Hey, would, would kind of be interesting anyways. Let's just, let's create a battle Royale. If you, if you're going to commit a crime, we just, uh, <laughs> we, we put you in a big cage and let you fight it out. I don't know. <laughs> Have you seen that movie battle Royale? No, I haven't. It's a Japanese movie. Is it good? Yeah. It's, uh hyper violent but it's uh it's set in some like old japanese yeah distant tokyo where they put teenagers from high school on an island and make them battle out it's kind of like a lottery system that like dumps them there i don't remember the exact premise but uh it's great is it kind of like a hunger games yeah you know in a lot i mean it's funny because it came out like a long lot longer before a lot like a, yeah. a lot I don't remember when it was released. Maybe like 2000. I don't know when the first Hunger Game came out, but uh, it's similar kind of concept. But I, what is the premise with Hunger Games that there's too many people? Is it like overpopulation? Is that the issue? No. Um, so it's it's kind of like post-apocalyptic, um, and basically you have this one controlling state, and as um, this one, these other states basically rebelled. Uh, at a certain point in time. Um, and the Hunger Games is basically like punishment or kind of a reminder of like who's in charge. So this one, this one like state that's in charge, basically y- y- they take, 
you know, two people from each other state and then that like, you know, it's random. And then the two people have to try to, you know, fight the other people from, from the other states and the la it's like a last man standing type deal. Mm. Yeah. This is let it, this has less like, um, political elements, I guess. Mm. It's, I'm reading the premise right here. So, 42 ninth graders are sent to a deserted island. They're given a map, food, and various weapons. An explosive collar is fitted around their neck. If they break a rule, the collar explodes. What? <laughs> their mission, kill each other and be the last one standing. The last survivor is allowed to leave the island. If there is no one around to survive, the collars explode and kill them all. Whoa. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a fun movie, though. I mean... Uh, if you haven't seen it, I would suggest watching it. I was just going to say, I would suggest, um, reading the hunger games series. It's, it's kind of, it's a teen, it's a total teen, you know, not drama, but, but, uh, teen sci-fi there's love interests and all that stuff. But I, I actually really enjoyed it. I know Jen read all of those. I think, I don't know if she, I think a movie came out. Someone borrowed her the books, let her borrow them. She watched, she read them. And then we watched that of watching the movies. I don't remember, but I, I've only ever read the, watched the movies. Yeah, you're a big movie guy. Big movie guy. Or you either that, or you don't know how to read. I don't know either. Either one. Of uh, it's a combination of both. <laughs> he kind of knows how to read. He knows crazy. most of the letters. <laughs> yeah, some letters are a struggle to me. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. My daughter right now, Kitty, she is like learning to read and it's crazy watching her figure it out with, I mean, obviously with help of school and us, but it's just like to have them not read where they're still like, can you read this to me? And then I can read this. It's just weird. Mm -hmm. And it happens so quickly too. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how to read. And now I do know how to read overnight. The one book she excels at is Green Eggs and Ham. And, you know, I, I love hearing it. I'm kind of fucking over it though. <laughs> Fun fact about green eggs and ham. I was reading facts about uh, Dr. Seuss. Someone challenged him to write a book in 57 words or less. And that's what that, that book came out of that challenge. Really? So he only used 57 different words. Hmm. Or something. It was like 55, 57 or something. Yep. Green eggs and ham. Green eggs and ham. I, I do was, not like uh... them. Sam, I am. <laughs> I I know it was uh, Dr. Seuss Day recently, and, you know, at my daughter's at Kitty's school, they had, like, a green eggs and ham breakfast thing. and But I've also, I mean, I don't know whether this is, like, myth or not, or whether it is true. I also heard that he was, like, abusive to his wife. I don't know if he's a great person. I, I think he was also a little racist, or a lot racist. I don't know. <laughs> you know, just a little bit or a lot, somewhere between. <laughs> So, yeah, I um some question marks about Dr. Seuss, I think. It's kind of it's weird how many people like that in society who I feel like it's a lesser known fact and they're idolized. Yeah. You know, for generations cuz I would actually as a kid, I don't know if I was ever really into Dr. Seuss books that much. I think they're kind of overrated. <gasps> how dare you? One fish, two fish, green fish, blue fish? <laughs> that's freaking brilliant those are fucking fighting words bro <laughs> uh no I, I i actually would agree with you you know the books that i grew up on or like the the kind of kids books that i really 
liked flipping through was any Shel Silverstein book. Did you ever read any of those? Like Shel, uh, that name sounds familiar to me. He was a poet basically, and he wrote he wrote poems. Um, the one that I remember is uh, what is it? Where the sidewalk ends? I think was one of my favorite. I'm looking him up. Oh, okay. He's a very like distinctive illustrator too that he usually works with. All right. I I definitely know some of these covers. I don't know how much I remember them, but I do remember his style for sure. Yeah. I liked I liked that. I liked his stuff mostly, but yeah, Dr. Seuss, I could take it or leave it, you know? Especially with a, a sprinkle of racism, I think we might leave that one. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is it any, is it, I feel like this is going to be unsurprising that my favorite children's book is where the wild things are. Oh yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. I love that movie too. That is a fucking criminally underrated movie. I was going to ask, like, how did you think about, what did you think about the movie? I loved it. I mean, I don't really think it's a kid's film, which is sad because it's an amazing children's book, but I liked how like heavy the film was and how it took all its topics and emotions so seriously and portrayed them in such like a beautiful way, like through these imaginary monsters on this Island. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I love, I loved it. I love the way it looked. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't really a kid's movie. That's for sure. Yeah, it really wasn't, but I love it. I mean, um, I yeah. think that was Spike Jones, who I love. It's uh, it's important to note too. It doesn't take a lot to impress Vinny uh, when it comes to movies. <laughs> Um, so. <laughs> that's such a fucking true fact though <laughs> it's so true so if you're uh if you're uh sitting at home and going what he likes where the wild things are that movie was trash uh you, you might not be alone you know what other movie i think maybe i said it before i'll defend it to the end of the time is uh the speed racer movie speed racer yeah i don't know if i know that one it was uh it was the first film directed by the wachowski when they were still brothers, the Wachowski, uh, now sisters. They're sisters? Uh, well, it was brothers. They One of them got a sex change and then the other one got a sex change. Or they both identified as women. I don't know if they had a sex change, I guess. I should retract what I said. Um, but then they both uh, started identifying as women. Oh. And like I said, I don't know if there was sex change or not. But Was this based on uh, a... On a uh... Speed Racer was yeah, it was like a like an anime cartoon from like the the late sixties. Okay, and it's it was it was like campy like sixties. Oh my god, this movie looks terrible. I'm just looking at images (laughs) of the live action movie, and it looks so cheesy. It's cheesy, but like it's cheesy because the source material is cheesy, and they chose to like interpret it in a very literal way. And it looks like over the top and that's kind of the beauty of it is it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's a silly action film. Do you want to, do you want to hear my embarrassing movie, uh, enjoyment? I bet you I'll like it. Did you ever see shark boy and lava girl? No, I, that's that. I was definitely not the, uh, age group for that. No, no. And, and I wasn't really either, but my little sister liked it. And so I, I actually ended up watching it quite a bit. It had very, it has very young Taylor Lautner in it and uh, George Lopez. Okay. Um, real cheesy, really bad acting, really bad graphics. It's not good at all. Uh, but I don't know why. I just kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> Shark Boy and Lava Girl. 
I mean, it's funny because I'm looking at stills from it now and I'm like, this looks way worse than Speed Racer. Oh. <laughs> no, look, I, I bet you it's... I, I'm sure I could find enjoyment in it. No, I don't know if... I don't know. I have not seen Speed Racer, so I can't comment it. Uh, and and uh, just looking at stills at Speed Racer 2, it, it does look... Speed Racer looks better than, than Shark Boy and Lava Girl, but not by much, if we're being honest. <laughs> Uh, it's Rotten Tomatoes. Shark Boy and Lava Girl is nineteen percent on Rotten oh, Tomatoes. Dude. Speed Racer on Rotten Tomatoes is eighty-eight percent. What? Oh, sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm, I actually looked at the anime. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Rotten Tomatoes, it's forty percent. Okay, okay. <laughs> you were like, what? Eighty-eight percent. That's a good. That's a good ass movie. That's the original anime. Uh, I looked at the wrong one. The actual live action film from the year 2008 was uh, 40%. Yep. That that it is. I think we'll just have to. I, I, I would like to at one point. I don't know when. We need to do some audio commentary. On, on a movie or something? Yeah. I feel like we should just pick movies and do some audio commentary. <laughs> that, would, that would be good. I would be up for that. I think that would be fun, and we could uh, post it, and people could play the movie and listen to us bullshit and talk about it. <laughs> oh man, I don't know why. I don't know why that wouldn't be popular. I think a lot of people would would love that, right? Um, but I think what uh, people love even more is your segment. How much? <laughs> what a segue, buddy. Are you ready for how much? I'm always ready. All right. It's time for how much with Vincent Borden. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're just going to get right into it? Get right into it. What do you got? What do you got for us today? How much Uh to tattoo mom on your gooch? (laughs) And then you have to present it to her in a very sincere way. <laughs> oh, no. I have to present it to her? <laughs> okay, first of all, okay, first of all, something to, something to consider. Do you know how painful that would be? Well, look. It's quick. Sure it would it's... take maybe 10 minutes, but... I mean, I'm sure it would be painful. I'm not saying it wouldn't be painful, but that's 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 the how much. Like, how much do you need to get that tattooed between oh, your balls and your my asshole? God, you know, not on your asshole. You know, there's a little bit. Of, it doesn't have to be big in too. In between but your balls be and your visible. asshole. Oh my. God. Yeah, and then you have to present it to her <laughs> in a sincere way, like, "Mom, I wanted you. This is as close to to my heart that I could possibly imagine." Yeah, like. It's a sensitive area out there, and not it's not weird, but you're sensitive to me. <laughs> it's not weird. Yeah. Oh, man. I wanted... I, I, I wouldn't even know how to spin that in a sincere way. Like, hey, I just, you know, I wanted to... Um, uh, I wanted to get this in this tattoo in the most sensitive area because i just i'm you know i 
I love you so much and I'm being sensitive. I just, I don't even know how you would present that. Okay. I think I would take $500 for that. Damn. Okay. That's pretty impressive. I mean, to do it. Cause I know the pain's going to be up there for sure. That's a, that's going to be like nerve central. Okay. You got testicles and you've got an asshole. You're also talking to someone who's had, uh, assist lanced from his testicles. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm familiar with, uh, some, procedures happening down there and people i don't know uh being very close <laughs> to my cock and balls so <laughs> my, my old cock and balls uh so how much for you then oh my god uh i mean 500 seems fair i don't think that's unreasonable because it seems like a shitty place to get a tattoo but if it's that painful i probably want some better compensation you know, yeah. I mean, maybe I'll spend five hundred dollars on ice just to ice that shit for oh, a fucking week. Oh, dude, week. yeah. The the recovery would not be great either. Imagine every time you poo, you feel it. Yeah, because you're putting strain on that area. You're you're yeah. You know, and and that. <laughs> I could just you're like, oh, I fucking love you, mom. <laughs> it was worth all the pain and hurt. Oh. You gotta scratch your nuts and you forget. Oh, um, you know what? I'm gonna keep it under a thousand. I'm gonna. I know it's a little bit high for me. I know I'm usually a cheap date, but I'm gonna say seven fifty. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I just. It just seems. Uh, I don't know. Not looking. F- not yeah. looking forward to getting you know, tattooed on my gooch. I think this is. I think I've decided this is how I would present it. I would be like, Mom. You know how people describe really nice things um, as Gucci? Well, you're Gucci, Mom. And then just show her the Gucci tattoo. <laughs> just drop it? Do you think you'd have to be lying down and then kind of like spread eagle so she could at least read it at the right angle? Yes, yes. And what you have to remember is that your butthole is going to be out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not as embarrassed of my butthole. That's not that embarrassing to me, you know, because it's just a butthole, you know. Sure, you know, yeah. No one wants, you know, I mean, everybody's mum, I guess, has seen, if mums have had boys, then That's they've true. seen your dick, yeah. even though your dick probably looks a little bit yeah. different. Uh, maybe not mine, but whatever. Uh, Don't tell anybody. <laughs> I would. I think I would present, I'd be like, mum, you know, you mean a lot to me. Um, I just got a tattoo... That I always wanted to have in a sacred place, and I couldn't think of anywhere more sacred than my gooch. God, Jesus. You're Gucci, mom. You're Gucci, mom. 100. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good one. That's another good one. Vinny, you keep coming, you, you keep bringing it with these how much is. Wait, I just wish you, I just wish I could unleash how many I have on you, because. Yeah, I got. Uh, Man, I know, I know. You keep you add like three per week. It's like we're never gonna we're never gonna get to all of them unless we create a little how much pod, which is maybe it might be in the works. Just so everyone's aware, maybe it's coming. Who knows? Who knows? All right, that was another episode of How Much with Benny Borna. That's me. Oh, it's a me, a Vincenzo Borneo. Oh, Vincenzo Bonio. You're Italian. Are you quarantined? I actually, yeah, right I now? am. I'm quarantined yeah. by, I'm surrounded myself with pizzas. Pizzas and Goombas. And Goombas? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, all right. I think we should uh, wrap it up. That was another episode without definite aim. Thanks again for listening. And thanks again for being flexible with us as we um, observe the public health safety that's, uh, you know, uh, currently going on with COVID-19 or the coronavirus. Be safe out there, everyone. If you're feeling sick, stay home. A, a, a little public service announcement from your boy. From your boy. I mean, we were, feel, we were being so safe that we're recording this remotely. Exactly. And, uh, you know, if your boys from without definite aim can be safe about it, I think you can too. That's right. Fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah. All right. Hey, you can also, uh, find our podcasts at, um, uh, on Apple podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Google play. Um, you can also go to YouTube. We do have, uh, our podcasts being uploaded to YouTube. Vinny, what is the YouTube handle? It's, uh, youtube.com. Is it backslash? Is that the right slash? I think just slash. slash. I'm not okay, sure. just whatever slash is appropriate for web handles uh, without definite aim. Just without definite aim. Okay, that's the YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, and we're also kind of ramping up our social media game thanks to Jen. You can find us on Instagram at without definite aim podcast. You can find us on Twitter. Vinny, what's our Twitter handle? I feel like it just changed, and I don't know. I know. That's why I asked you. Shoot. Uh, well, stay tuned for the Twitter yes. uh, The Twitter handle. We'll get that I'm up I'm sure if you episode. just search without definite aim, it comes up. We may or may not come yeah, up. Yeah, we may. Yeah. Something else might sure. come up. It's going to be like a surprise. Like It's going to be random, like us. Ex- oh, my gosh. Couldn't have put it better. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you again next week, barring any uh, catastrophes. But, hey... You'll get some without definite aim in your ears one way or the other. Right in those e-holes. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you. Peace.